0: Welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And this is the last episode of 2020, number 200. So apparently there's some really cool things happening with the number two and zero, which I'm just going to go with. Thank you. Before I even start, I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for helping me to continue to bring this show, this content out to you to help you to create change in your life, which is really what I am here to do. So, I had so many ideas for where to take this last episode that it almost got to be a little bit overwhelming with what to do next. So what I did was I went through all of my past episodes, took a look at what the recurring themes are, what the messages are, and what the words are. And I just keep seeing this recurring theme of the words that I use and that I share and I talk about and I give stories and examples of. What I really thought I would do today is walk you through the simple steps to create change in your life. I know it's not simple. I know it isn't. But staying stuck is is a choice too, right? So we all have choices of what we want to do or create in our life. So the words that kept showing up over and over were courage, leadership, ownership, control, vulnerability, standards, expectations, radical responsibility, shame, triggers, stories, fears, energy leaks. Boundaries, limiting beliefs, gratitude, healing, self-care, guilt, owning your choices, intuition, hiding, judgment, and block. So what I thought I would do is I would take you through the steps of how to create change in your life. I can't wait to hear how this episode lands for you. So I took it back to a quote from Brene Brown that really landed with me. And this was a tough one because there were so many that I have referred to and connected with, with her in the past. So this one speaks volumes. When we deny the story, it defines us. When we own the story, we can write a brand new ending and that's it. It's ownership. The first step of what we have to do right before we get to ownership is we have to decide that something has to change. There comes a tipping point in our life where we decide that I'm not doing it like this anymore. I don't want to do it like this. I'm not continuing down this path. Whatever it is, we all have that moment. And I can't tell you how many guests have said that moment was when they were on the floor. They were on the floor. They couldn't get up. They couldn't figure out what to do next. They just knew. That something had to change. And it was a real tipping point that could have been very scary and gone in a completely different direction. So something in your life has to come to a point where you decide I'm tired of doing it this way. I don't want to do it this way anymore. I'm tired of feeling like I have no choice in my life, that I have no control. Some of the emotions that help to nudge you to get to that point are guilt, stuck, fear, feeling broken, hiding, judgment, and shame. When we feel those, that those emotions are super heavy and really negative vibe that when we are carrying them all the time, it weighs us down. So somewhere along the, along the way, we have a tipping point that happens that says no more. I'm not doing it this way anymore. Once we cross that point, that's when we are stepping into the second step, which is ownership. Ownership is really coming down to however you want to word it, owning, controlling, what you can control, taking responsibility for yourself. It's the start of radical responsibility. If you've been listening to this long enough, you know I love those words. Radical responsibility is just taking full ownership for your part in the story, not blame, right? This is different from blame and ownership. They're two opposite ends of the spectrum. This is where we own it. And this is where shame loses its hold on you because you're done you're just done. So when we own it, we then are now finding our voice. We own our story. We own our choices. We start the healing process. We start to find our voice. This is where we are getting ready to say not this and yes to this. I don't want this anymore and yes, I do want this. We go back and forth and deciding which which choice we are moving forward with. So ownership it's just that Tipping point of radical responsibility and taking responsibility for ourselves. We recognize what our story has taught us here. This is the lessons that it has taught us. And we sit in that point. And I see a number of clients who come through my 12-week or 12-week owning your story or one-on-one coaching. This is the point where they can look back at their story and recognize that it happened for them to bring them to this point in life. They're no longer blaming. They're letting go of anger. They're letting go of that resentment, the comparison, the fear, all of it's going because they are taking ownership. And remember, ownership means that we don't always have a choice what happens to us. We have a choice in how we respond, how we respond, how we act, what we say, what we do, how we show up, everything. It's our choice in what we deal with that. That is ownership. And that is critical. I do not think you can get to step three without step one or step two. Again, these are just my opinions of what I have come through. And I find it really just beneficial to break it down. So once we've come to this point of ownership, the third step is all about embracing vulnerability. It's embracing that, okay, I don't want to stay in this space anymore. I'm owning what is mine, but I don't have a clue how to get to the next step. That's where vulnerability comes in. Vulnerability is when we allow ourselves to be seen. We are now at the point where we are trying to find our courage. We are using our voice. We are speaking up. We are asking for help. We are saying, I don't have it all figured out. We're not blaming anyone else. We are asking for help to get to the next stage. This is when we really allow others to see us and as see us as we are, not as we think everyone wants to see us, see us as we are. That is where we start to develop more courage, more confidence, more connection, more relationships. Incredible people start to show up in our life because they can see us. And once they can see us, for some people, they've been waiting for you to show up for a long time. So it really, really opens up what is possible for us. And it's just a cycle and a loop that the more confidence we build, the more courage we have to speak up, the more we use our voice, the more we use our voice, the more we build our confidence, the more courage we have to speak up. Vulnerability becomes a tipping point where you realize that. It's the next step to create connection. So every time I get very nervous about putting myself out there or sharing something from that may be personal, I stop and think, well, who is in my life now because of vulnerability? And I'm telling you right now, everyone who's in my life right now would not be here if it wasn't for vulnerability. So as scary as it is, I know the result that it can create. I also, as an aside, want to say that when you decide to be vulnerable and you haven't done it yet, you are probably going to be vulnerable to the wrong people and the wrong situations. You might come across with the wrong voice where it's very much still a victim because you're not sure you haven't figured it out yet. You might trust the wrong people and that's okay too. It's going to happen. You're just going to have to learn and decide to keep going. It's your choice. It's just like anything else I say with love. It is your choice. It's your choice to stay stuck. It's your choice to move forward. When we are in this space of embracing vulnerability, this is where we start to really dive into what our values are. What is important to us? What? How do we choose to live our life? And that is when we start to go, okay, this is an integrity with me when this is not, because this is what's important to me. So if I say health is my absolute number one value, which it is, yet I eat like crap all the time. I don't take care of myself. I eat for the wrong reasons. I'm not moving my body. I'm not feeding my brain. Then it's actually not my top value. So that's that out of alignment that my body is going through when we don't have values that are in alignment with how we're living. So understanding your values is really important. Then being clear on what boundaries are missing in your life in order to live in alignment with those values. There's going to be physical boundaries and there's going to be emotional, spiritual, energetic boundaries as well. In the fact that if you say it's very important to you that you surround yourself with people full of integrity who are there to give support, impact, help others, yet you spend your time gossiping with everyone who is in your inner circle, that's out of alignment. The more you live out of alignment, the more you can't find your way. It's like being, it's like holding onto a compass that is spinning nonstop. And yet you're mad because you can't figure out which way is North it's out of alignment. So the compass won't work. So your inner compass that is helping you to find your way and your bearing can't work if it's out of alignment. So this is where we start to talk about the boundaries, what has to come into place, what we have to connect with, how we can make that happen and what's missing and where are our leaks in our day and our energy in our, it just all of those things where those leaks are. And that is when we can start to plug those leaks, build the self-care, create overflow in our cup, allow us to use the overflow to to fill others, but we learn how to fill our cup first. This is when I really encourage clients to increase your standards, like increase your standards, not your expectations. Expectations, right, is all about predicting things for the future. Standards is our present time. And when we, when we increase our standards, we are putting the practices into place that help us to show up to be the best version of ourselves. That is that step. When we are in this this state of vulnerability and embracing it and practicing it and doing it this is when you can really start to own the story and own your part in the story and i say it i've said it um i i think these have been my words but they could be who knows they all come from somebody else if you don't own your story it owns you and if it owns you it controls you and when it controls you it stops you from living so if you feel like you are not living the life you are meant to live what part of the story are you not owning? What part of the story are you not owning? If you don't own it, it owns you. So it's so simple. I know it's not easy, but it's so simple. Keep the concept simple. When you do these steps, when you do these three steps, it's like you're clearing out the mud. You are clearing a path for you to walk through and you're making room for new things, new people, new experiences, new things that are meant for you. It's just allowing the universe to bring you what it has been trying to connect you with all along. You are creating space and that space just allows all the more good to come into your life, which is now going to take you to that next step. My life is totally different than it was five years ago, than it was six years ago, seven years ago. It's completely different. It's different than it was last year at this time. We are human beings who change on a regular basis and change is okay. There's nothing wrong with change. I know it freaks people out. But at the end of the day, we can't control that. And I think the one thing from 2020 that has really, whether it has helped to enlighten how people see things or it's freaked them out, I don't know, is that we don't have the control that we thought we did, which we never actually had. So it's actually not new news. But for some people, it's just realizing that we don't have control. And I know that's hard. I know it's scary. But it's a fact We have control in how we show up. We have control in what we do, what we say, what our values are, how we live by them, all of those things we do. I would love to see you have the opportunity to surround yourself with people and to build that inner circle so that you have those people in your life. Because I'm telling you, when you have bad days and you have challenging times, you can reach out and connect with that inner circle, you can ask for help. You're not weak. It's not weak. I mean, it's strength. It's strength to ask for help. It really, really is. And we need to create more space and allow others to reach forward, to be able to ask for help. You can create this change in your life too. It's very possible. I promise you it's very possible. It simply requires the decision to start deciding to take ownership, embracing vulnerability and all the things that go with it, clearing the path so that now new opportunities and people can find you and see you and literally rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, whatever isn't working. Don't be afraid to call it out. What worked last year might not work now. And that's okay too. If we could do all this and meet ourselves with more compassion, more grace, love, love, approach more, In the world with love as opposed to that fear and doubt and scarcity, we're all going to make it. We're all going to make it so much better. It's going to be so much more enjoyable, honestly, so much more to our life than we could ever imagine. That's my wish for you. I hope that this message lands. I cannot thank you enough for being part of this podcast, Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. started three years ago, And we're uh, celebrating episode 200. I'm going to celebrate that because I'm really proud of that. And I know I've worked really hard. I've had so many incredible people on the show and I'm grateful for all of them. I'm grateful for the listeners, for the people who have come forward to share their stories. I just really want that for you. I want you to stop and celebrate something that you have learned, achieved, accomplished, whatever you call it is. And even if it's just that I've learned the power of grace and compassion for myself that's a win. That's a win a hundred times over. Please know that I'm cheering you on, celebrating you. And I cannot wait to see how we show up in 2021 to bring our best self forward. On that, thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful for you. Have an incredible holiday with your family. And I look forward to connecting again in 2021.